<laughs> Let's leave that on. <laughs> okay. I wish I could have seen my face though. All right. Are you just gonna? Are you just gonna randomly pick, or do you want? Do you want to know? Mm. Why don't you just reach in? Fire one? Rock. That is the Pale Ale. I like. I like the name Fire Rock. Fire Rock. Kona Brewing Company. Fire Rock. That's what we're drinking. And you're drinking. Kona Brewing Company. Which one? I'm drinking the vlogger. The vlogger. I've had this before. I think I maybe have. I don't know. But this is a ketchup episode, and we're feeling like being lazy and having a beer, just a brew. So. Yes, exactly. And this was post, kind of... Post-dinner brew. Post yeah. Lunch brew? Sad. Cheers. Liner? Drunch. Dunch. What is it? What is it before dinner... And after well, like lunch. After lunch. That's dunch. dunch. It's dunch? Is yeah, that a thing? Uh, yeah, from Archer. Mallory Archer said it. Oh, so that so if Archer said it, then it's definitely 100%. real. 100%. Okay. Yep. Um, yeah, so. Let's institute new, your new rule. Well, hold on. Let's, we got to tell, do we do brews? Do we talk about the beers before? Um, Kona Brewing Company is a Hawaiian-based <laughs> brewing company, uh, right? Isn't it? Yeah, it's from Kona. Obviously. Oh, well, it says Kona and Portland or Portsmouth, New Hampshire. <laughs> so none have, of that means anything. They have three big locations, but I think it originated in Kona. Kona's good. Drinkable. Drinkable. Light, yeah, light I think most beer. people have probably seen these. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. So cheers to Kona. Beer. Let's one more time. All right, cheers. cheers. Yeah. All right. So, folks, let's uh, – Alex said we're going to institute the new rule. I think uh, we're going to let you guys know about what we're going to talk about Right off the bat. Right off the bat in the beginning of the episode so you'll know and you're not going to be confused or what could happen later. Yeah, or, you know, if there's something that, you know, one week that just doesn't interest you, then that's a skip. Wait, what was I saying last episode? Crowd? Was I saying crowd to everybody? Yeah, I think you were calling everybody crowd. I was like, all right, crowd. Or, I don't, I don't fuck, know. was that it? I don't know. Damn it! <laughs> I can't remember. Let's do, a, let's do a new name this week. All right, it's folks. Folks. Yeah. Okay. Okay, uh, tell the folks what we're going to talk about. <laughs> Uh, this is a catch-up episode. Uh, I went on a cruise. The last episode released was the one-on-one with Pico, right? <coughs> right. And, and then I, right before that, you were doing your cruise. I went on. I went and did a wedding for my buddy Cody, which we had mentioned. But then I went on a cruise, and I wanted to talk about a few things on the cruise. There's that. Yep. There's uh, Tara and I and the neighbors, Slices. We went to an alley cat uh, one of those EDM shows last night, which was awesome. We'll talk about that. And then at the end, also, we're going to talk about Resident Evil 2, mm-hmm. the, the game that Tommy and I have been waiting for for over a decade. Which you guys heard quite a few references Ex- to last few episodes. Exactly. Because we've been really excited about it. And then I have three items. Free items. Three. Uh, bef- I need about Tree Fitty. Tree Fitty. Tree uh, Fitty. I'm sure he's probably not going to listen. But, uh, like, for a week and a half, when Pico was in town, we went to Brickstore Pub in Decatur, and I told I would give, I told our server that we'd give him a shout-out. Mm-hmm. So, pretty sure his name was Jacob. Mm-hmm. Jacob, if there's any way you're listening. Jacob. Thank you for an awesome night, because you were a fantastic uh, beer monger. But, uh, yeah. Monger. That's his shout-out. <laughs> Second thing, we have a new patron. Oh! Andrew Rita. Again, the man is he back or was he? No, he's a fresh board? boy, and and I told so Tara and I stopped and saw him whenever <laughs> we were back up in in the beef for the holidays, and I told him about the podcast, and I got a text like a week ago. Mm-hmm. He was like, "All right, I'm fully caught up." Oh my god! So he poop socked the whole thing, which is amazing. All right, so thirty minute episodes, we have about fifty. 
Are we yeah, close. close. 40, this is going to be 44 or 45. That's almost a day, a full 24 hours yeah, of and, and he was podcast. loving it, and, and he's happy to be part of lore because I mentioned him on, I think, last podcast. I don't know. And I just want everybody to know, when Tommy and I were talking about the whole cruise ship thing mm-hmm. two episodes ago, that was before all the crazy cruise ship stuff that happened. Like a day before. Somebody, somebody by the way, actually did die in like December I think somebody killed himself. yeah so that was weird but timing wise it was right Tommy and I recorded that episode before the cruise on Royal Caribbean where like 500 people got norovirus uh-huh. some <laughs> and another cruise ship some idiot jumped for viral fame yeah jumped out like jumped off of I don't know what was it like eight stories or something yeah. I don't know that's crazy yeah I'm not eight sure four. about the height but unfortunately he survived <laughs> and then some kid was locked out of his his level and tried to climb in because he couldn't make it and then he fell yeah and he fell to his death which is tragic that was very dumb he should not have done that but that was a sad accident but the point is we weren't making light of anything and then all of a sudden all this cruise ship madness <laughs> happened so, well, luckily on, my cruise, <laughs> luckily on my cruise, nobody died. Good. As far as I know. As far as you know. Um, there was a lot of really good entertainment. I went with uh, seven of my friends from my apartment complex. We did a lot of gambling first day. I think I told you about yeah. the first day. Yeah. There was a... Uh, oh, wait, actually, you know, I'm going to back up. We went out to Miami. We went to Miami a day early because uh-huh. the port that we were leaving from was in Miami. And I needed, and I needed to mention this on the podcast. Uh, and we just were walking around to a couple bars, had a good uh, restaurant experience, and then everybody kind of decided, let's go out to a club. And Claire had heard about this club that she wanted to go to called Levin. Have you ever heard of that? No. It's there's like no e. It's like the two L's, like for the number eleven. So it looks like oh 11, okay, and it's just called Levin. That's fun. So um, and she had heard that it was a really good club experience but they had naked women in the club perfect like so you know, in women... spanish this would be yevon by the way oh yeah true <laughs> <laughs> which miami could yeah. be you yevon final fantasy 10 continue <laughs> uh so she said there was going to be girls that didn't have their tops on and i was like oh that's cool i was actually not really feeling like i we were going to have so we we're going to be drinking so much mm-hmm. and i didn't i was like let's just get to bed early we got to wake up early to get on the cruise let's just chill tonight but everybody nope. got into the zone <laughs> and wanted to go to the club. And I was, like, really pissed off in line. Claire and I, like, had a little moment. And I was like, oh, I just really don't want to be here. And she was like, I didn't – you don't have to go. I was like, I'm not going to leave you alone. No, you're not going to be that guy. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, of course I'm going to come. And then, we, you know, we got over that and we got inside. $30 cover charge for men. I hate it. $20 cover for women. Okay. Uh, which is – I'm glad that they didn't make it, like, 30 for men and free for girls. Yeah. But we get in there. It was a strip club. Yeah. We had no idea that it was a strip club. So full, full nudity? No, no, it ain't a strip club unless, unless they, they show showing pussy. <laughs> oh, you left me hanging there, yeah. dude. You you made me take the full brunt of it because I said it last time. Oh, yeah, you right. left me hanging. You're right. Oh, and I, I I also clipped in GCJ. I think. Oh yeah, that's right. I definitely did. So we get in there, and I mean, there was a lot. It was a really nice strip club like all the girls were really good looking yeah and i mean they were like taking their men into the private rooms and stuff and i looked at Claire. i was like are we in a strip club and she was like i had no idea that it was one but yeah this is a strip club yeah so we went down into the middle and 
it was so lively in the middle of this floor with that had a stage directly in the middle people surrounding the stage and just a pole in the middle and they were rotating girls out like every two songs uh-huh. like a, a group of four girls that and like one would be doing tricks on the pole and then the other three would be dancing around them doing some really raunchy shit nice and then uh <laughs> so i have to mention this part because this was like the highlight of my night claire me and our friend connor were all just kind of standing next to each other and this girl walks up, a girl with some guy, and she had $101 bills. And she was, like, acting real cool, like she had so much money. And instead of throwing it on the stage, she threw it straight up in the air. And it was raining $1 bills on Claire, Connor, and I. And our inner Jews all looked at each other. <laughs> I, I would have been getting all And that. we went fucking crazy yeah. and started picking up the dollar bills off the ground. And we were like, well, it's not on the stage. It's ours. We're taking it. And then we started picking it up greasy wet like shoe gunk Mm. all over these ones great and then a bouncer comes over and he's like no that's for the girls and then we had to give him like some of our ones back but i had i had already pocketed like quite a few yeah and for the rest of the time it became a game like the ones that didn't make it onto the stage yeah people just throwing it we were like just kind of trying to sneak underneath of our shoes, and one person would bend down real quick and grab it and put oh it in God, their pocket. Oh my God, that's hilarious! You are stealing from strippers. <laughs> yeah. Shame on you. I, well, it was thirty dollars. <laughs> Number one, it was thirty dollars. Oh, that's bullshit. Yeah, to get in horrible. twenty for girls, and then we bought four drinks, eighty dollars. So whoa, whoa, whoa! Twenty dollars a drink. Twenty dollars oh! a drink. <laughs> They were oh, beers. Oh, my God. Shame on you for buying them. Well, that's why we felt justified stealing oh, yes. the ones. Holy shit. <laughs> I would have had a heart attack. Going, dude, don't ever go out in Miami. It's the same thing. I, I have actually before. Okay. One time. And wasn't it that expensive? Yeah. I'm not even sure if it was like like the hippest part of Miami. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we were like been, in South Beach. Yeah. I don't think I was there. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Wow. So anyways, uh, we got in the Uber on the way home and everybody pulled out their shitty, dirty stacks of ones. And we had like, I don't know, close to $30 of ones that we were able That's to your cash back on the evening. Cash back. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> $80 for four beers. Oh my God. I'm going to have, a, I'm going to have a stroke. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so bad. Okay. So moving on, we ended up getting on the cruise. A lot of fun stuff. We, um, and I, the highlights of the trip were got to gamble a lot, a lot of free food. But I mean, the real highlights were, in Key West, we went to the Ernest Hemingway house. Uh-huh. Do you know about that? No. It is, Tara, I, do, I know who Ernest Hemingway is. Uh, he, it, yeah, of course you do. So it's like $10 to go in, and it's like a walled-off house. It, it's probably like an acre, mm-hmm. and it is just – they have like 50 to 60 cats that just roam the estate. And they're all super friendly, and they're all mutated. They, own, they bring in like – it started when they brought in this one cat that had six toes, huh. and they started, like, breeding that cat when other cats came in. And so now all of the cats on this estate have six toes. It's all really, of them. The, Yeah, most of them. Yeah. I, I think there's a few that don't. But, like, so their paws, when it's down, they have, like, this extra nub coming out, which is so strange. On all four paws? Yeah, yeah, uh, some of them all four. Some of them just on their front. Some okay. of them on a couple. Wow, that's weird. But these cats are so friendly and they're just lying around just like lounging and they just like roll over and let you pet them and stuff. And I just had the best time because, uh, number one, I was hungover. They're just, uh, they're just lying around. You made a feline pun by accident. Thank you for You're that. Welcome. You're welcome. You got me good right there. <laughs> uh, so the cats are just lying around. And uh, I was just, you know, just hang, just sitting on a bench and just three cats like walking around and I was just chilling. 
and uh, a couple of the girls like really got into some of the cats. The cats just snuggling up on them and stuff. Yeah. So if you go to Key West, I've never been before. That was a that was a really That's cool super spot. random and fun. I like it. And then our second stop on the cruise was Cozumel, uh, and we did an excursion where we snorkeled and hung out on a beach. But that wasn't the highlight. We got back from that, and we still had another four or five hours. So we rented scooters. Mm -hmm. Every single person rented a scooter. Oh, some of the couples um, doubled up on one that Claire was. These, these are like Vespas, like drive like ones. Vespas. Okay, okay. And we just drove. We just like gang gang rode down the shoreline on Vespas to like a really authentic Mexican meal. Oof. It was super super cheap. I mean, tacos were like. 400 pesos which is like dirt four dollars yeah. for three tacos yeah but it but they were like the best tacos i've ever had yeah exactly so it was a really good time a lot of, at, at night i mean it was just comedy club piano bar i told yeah. you about vitzy yeah had, there was a really really talented guy named drew on in that that was a, a piano player and just if you gave him a song that we like we were requesting it wasn't me by shaggy he would be able to pull it up and play it instantaneously yeah, and, uh, that's really cool. And he was really a good crowd pleaser as well. Mm -hmm. But he was one of those guys that could have been 18 years old or 45. Yeah, he was strange looking. He Couldn't tell. Picture of him. Could not tell what, yeah. like how old he was, but he was nice enough. So cool. That was my cruise story. Got back dirt tired and then uh, came over here and the next day and played Resident Evil with you. Yeah, and, and we'll get to that because I don't have as, as many details. So just we've talked about the the various EDM shows that that we've gone to here in Atlanta. There's there's a group called Alley Cat something or other music. I don't know. But they, they do all kinds of EDM. I, I know I it's just Alley Cat Music Club. Yeah, something, something like that. that. And there's a, there's a focus on techno, I think, a lot. But, <clears throat> I, you know, I've told Tara about it. She's... Uh, this is her first she's one? pictures and stuff. Yeah, but she's never been to one. Okay. And so we, we made the plans for this a while back. And this was in the basement of a converted... Uh, it's like a converted basement of a church. Mm -hmm. Uh now we were there super late at night, so I don't I don't know if like the the church is, you know, still an active probably thing. demonic church. Yeah, maybe they pray Satan. There. Exactly, Satan. Devilry. Yeah, there you go. There's that word again. So, uh, but it, it was it was super cool. It's exactly what you were picturing. You go downstairs, and every you know there's red lights. They love red all the time. Mm -hmm. Devilry. <laughs> but uh, it, it was it was a good crowd when we got there, which was about eleven fifteen, eleven thirty, something okay. like that. Let's let's tell people about last time I went with uh -huh. you guys. We got there at like ten, and it was fucking dead. Well, there yeah, was like that's eight why people. That's why I told everybody I was like, we we got to get, get there, there like kind of late. <laughs> yeah, so we got it was about eleven thirty when we got there, and it was already about half full, maybe uh -huh. maybe a little under. But then within a couple hours, you know, even an hour, it was pretty much totally full. Yeah, and and, and I was just telling the guys, especially Tara, wasn't drinking very heavily. Um, <clears throat> she wasn't feeling great earlier on in the evening, so she just had a couple of beers, but. I drank a lot before we ever even left the apartment because mm -hmm. I just wanted, to, you know me, I wanted to get drunk and get loose and just mm -hmm. dance. Mm -hmm. And as soon as you we got stanky there, bits leg I did. Out. As soon as I got there, I got an empty plastic cup from the bar and I poured my whole flask in it and drank it. Oh, yeah, I was just like, I'm. Oh. Why wait? Why kind of what kind of alcohol was it? I, I it was a pap already mixed, so it was oh, okay. the peppermint schnapps and Canadian Club. It just <laughs> oh, it just pounded shit. it, and uh, and James and John got pretty hoffed too, and then. And then Rimby came, mm -hmm. so Rim Job showed up, and eventually we want we got onto the dance floor instead of just being on the outskirts chilling, and got our groove on for a while, and it was it was a great night. Mm -hmm. And I, I 
and Tara experienced, you know, it's just, it's cool just being there, feeling the music. We had our earplugs. So you literally feeling the music, like your chest pounding from how loud it is. There were several songs that I shazammed because they weren't just background music. I really enjoyed them. And I love, I love stumbling across music that way. So anyways, that that was great. What did you think? I enjoyed it. Okay. I really did great. enjoy it. So let's get. <laughs> <laughs> I wish, wish you could have seen that transition. That was ridiculous. Resident Evil 2. I'll ask you more about it in, in a little bit. I just want to get through this stuff first. <laughs> what are we. Okay, what we, are we talking we, about? We waited so long. First of all, everybody's been clamoring. Anybody who loves Resident Evil games has always wanted a remake of 2 because they made a remake of 1. Mm-hmm. Um, that came out in the mid 2000s ish. Something like that. Yeah, early 2000s. It, yeah. was, it was like one of the first games for GameCube. You're right, you're right. So early 2000s. And everybody, and then there was Resident Evil Zero that came out. And everybody's like, these are so amazing. Why isn't Capcom, you know, remaking all the other ones? Because mm-hmm. these are big enough overhauls that it's not the bullshit where they just crank out a remaster, put it in 16, 9, 1080p and call it a remake. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not. But this is, so the original game that came out Resident Evil That's 2. a very important thing that I never really realized. I mean, I did yeah. now, but a lot of people don't know the difference between a remaster and a remake. Yeah, remake is is a remake. Yeah, it's you... completely remade. And, and then there's a reimagining, which mm-hmm. is like a step further, which this one is almost a reimagining, but not you remake. Think, still, it, I, think, I think remake it's, fully. It's, it's definitely, it would fall into remake mm-hmm. uh, as a, you know, like 90%. But anyways, mm-hmm. I can't remember the exact dates. I don't remember when... Resident Evil 2 came out. I know Resident Evil 1 came out in 96. Mm. So probably like 97 or 98. But anyways, <clears throat> this this just came out um, at the at the end of January. So a couple of days ago. And Tommy and I, Tommy came over and we started it around, I don't know, 11.30 a.m. Mm-hmm. And played nonstop until about quarter to seven. Yeah. So we played for seven straight hours. And Resident Evil 2 is, in a word magnificent yeah it's it's absurdely good <laughs> it's, and now there's different difficulty levels of course and we play on the the hardcore the hardest one mm-hmm. because that's our original experience uh it, you need you need an ink ribbon to save which mm-hmm. is an item that you collect to save the, your game and everything so it's not like a you know a modern video game where you can save wherever however many times or whatever so to break it down in a, in a more basic terms, yes for people who don't know <laughs> video games um thank you it you can't just if you if you die you go back to the last time that you chose to like save your progress and yeah. you only have a limited amount of time and there's no auto saving or anything like that and what Resident Evil is again for people who don't know uh, it is a zombies and Alex is a zombie game and Alex and I have bonded over zombies for a long time in our life and when we started playing we had Tara and our, a couple of our neighbors James and John over to watch and they were all horrified they yeah. were actually screaming because it was so scary alex and i we've been playing been these a couple games moments too where we've been playing these games so long in our lives that it doesn't really scare us and plus we're desensitized and plus we kind of know the jump scares we're used to that kind of mm-hmm. video game yeah prowess i guess and uh they weren't and uh it, it, there's some moments it, it's you're watching a movie you're yeah. watching a very long movie with extremely good it looks so beautiful it, it looks like amazing yeah and um a lot of tense moments because what i what i find the most fascinating about this game is the is the fighting mechanic of shooting a zombie and 
you'll hit like their ear and their ear, ear will blow off. The gore effects. The are gore effects are better amazing. than I've ever seen in any video game. You you can if you're getting attacked by a zombie, you can shove like a a knife into them that just stays inside of their body and they'll keep walking towards you and then you'll blow off their mouth and you drop a flashbang on and the flashbang down on the ground and they'll be stunned. It's just like I think that the combat it's they, excellent. They took it to a whole another level. They did whole and, another. Yeah, exactly. Whatever. And and it's not um it's it's not easy either, especially on hardcore mode. Like mm-hmm. the zombies take a beating, one headshot unless you get like a critical hit and their head explodes. It does not <laughs> kill them. And and the the aiming is not bad. It's wonderful, but it's challenging. Like if you shoot 10 shots, you are not going to get 10 headshots yeah. unless you're crazy. Yeah, I imagine that if there was a zombie apocalypse in real life, this is exactly how the combat would be in yeah. real life. If a zombie was like stumbling towards you and you shot it in the head, it's probably not going to go down because it, there's only one part of their brain. Yeah, who, who knows really what would happen. But yeah. it, it, it does feel realistic. And, and the zombies are not fast, but like when you get near them... They lunge very well. Yeah. And I feel like that would be accurate as well. Mm-hmm. So, and then the other cool thing is there aren't a, there aren't a ton of like different kinds of enemies, at least not yet. And there shouldn't be because there weren't a ton in the original, but, um, there's, there's a couple of like bosses and sub bosses. And one of the, th- one of the things that you encounter very early on in the first game in the nineties is a liquor. Which, if you've seen any of the movies, you've seen liquors in the movies, but they look like these... They're like a spider, almost. Yeah, they're, I mean, they're, large they're humanoid. They're humanoid spider-like limbs. Yeah, exactly, but they move like spiders, and they they have no skin. It's like all exposed muscle, basic, yeah. muscle tissue. Their brain is exposed, and they have no eyes, and their tongue <laughs> is like 10 feet long. Yeah. They're Hence hor- the name liquor. Yeah, they're horrifying and disgusting and extremely violent. Yeah. But in the, in the first game... Um, you could take them out pretty easily. You, you know, shot, if you shoot them, if you shoot them with a shotgun, they like flip backwards. So mm-hmm. It was pretty easy to take them out. This one, they are a nightmare. Yeah, and and we don't even fight them because yeah. it's just, you don't have you typically don't even have enough ammo. So you're just if you wa- they're blind, but they can hear really well. So if you just walk real slowly, you can creep by them. And Tommy and I have crept past them like two dozen times. And there's several moments where you're just kind of walking very slowly past the liquor and it's super tense because if they hear one footstep, they'll like spin and just slice your head off. Yeah. And and the game tests you, you really have to have like nerves of steel because they might make a sudden noise or something, or maybe something in the, in the, the police station makes a sound and all of us, and you're thinking, Oh, it saw me or heard me and I want to run now, but it actually didn't. Mm -hmm. So the game is just trying, it's like reminding you, Alex, just keep walking slowly. He doesn't know you're there. He doesn't know you're there. So it's, it's so good. And then later on, spoilers, whatever. It's the same story as as it was 20 years ago. Um, Wow. 20 years ago. Yeah. Probably a little bit more 21 or something. There's this. So the, the boss in the, in Resident Evil 1 on PlayStation 1, what was uh, the tyrant? And then there's a, he's actually not the main boss, but there is another tyrant in the second game in Resident Evil 2, both in the original and in this one. And he wears, he's this massive, I mean, super massive, imposing, tall, ripped humanoid, and he's all gray. He just mm-hmm. looks like a dead, lifeless thing. Mm-hmm. And he wears this fucking hat, like, a, a, trench like a bowler hat yeah. and a massive trench coat. And he 
just he he tracks you down throughout the police station. Like mm-hmm. he's always around. You can hear him stomping, and you can tell where he is, and just real intimidating. And like if he doesn't know where you are, the the place that happened to us was in the main hall of the uh, the police station. He'll walk in and sort of scan the room looking for you. And yesterday, one of the creepiest things happened. He was scanning, looking around. And we were at the top of the staircase and he looked up and like made eye contact with us mm. and then just did this menacing turn and starts, you know, stomping cool. towards yeah. you. Oh my God. It's so good. It's so good. What's, what's really great about Resident Evil games, all of them is it's not a linear, like you're moving from one side of a building to another and trying to get through. You, you're, you have to backtrack through mm-hmm. several, several rooms because there are keys lying all around that open up different doors to the, it, it, for example, this game, you're in a police station and you have to go from one side of the building back to the other and you find a key that opens up a locker on the other side of the building. So you keep kind of keep having to go back and forth, yeah. but the whole time you run very, like you, you have very limited resources as far as weaponry and They ammo. did an amazing job of it in this one. And and you you can't fight everything because mm-hmm. you'll just run out of ammo and you'll be extremely helpless. You need to, especially if you have a boss that's coming up or something. Yeah, you need to save your ammo to fight other parts of the game. So it, it's, it, it's, it sucks because you'll get that locker key from one side of the building and have to go to the other, but you know you have to kind of dodge through because you zombies. left some people behind or something or zombies or whatever yeah but that's how all resident evils are which really draws to my sense of gaming because yeah. it like i know the object the the objective of the game is to like kind of escape but there's several mini puzzles engraved in between oh totally and yeah, there's there's puzzles in in all the resident evil games so i got i got done playing yesterday and i went out with my friends to barcelona by the way i meant yeah would mention on the podcast anybody that likes tapas it's a great uh restaurant in atlanta yeah not barcelona spain no i, I <laughs> you didn't just take a quick trip over couldn't there. fly over there and fly back in that amount of time <laughs> uh i got i got there and i told like all the people that we went on the cruise with because we were with a lot of them that i was just gonna be playing video games all day on saturday yeah and uh, they all asked me when I got there, they were like, how was your video gaming? And I was like, it's so good. And like some of them ask it kind of like oh, condescendingly. Yeah, yeah. They're like, oh, how was your gaming? And I was like, <sighs> I, I, I was letting everybody have it. I was like, it, I've been looking forward to this game for like five to ten years. It was it was like one of the best gaming days of my life yeah. because it was just exactly Dude, what I wanted. I told Tara that time flew by for me. Yeah. I mean, we were glued to a couch for seven hours and I was like, wait, it's seven. Yeah. What? Where did the, how and did we're probably going to have another one of those days pretty soon coming up here. Yep. 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 So I don't know. Any other thoughts on resident evil two? um, covered. I just know that if, if this talk that we're talking about interests you and you've never experienced the, even f- a single resident evil doesn't matter. Do jump, jump in because there's really easy difficulties that will guide you the whole way. I mean, mm-hmm. if you like scary movies and you just want an elongated scary movie that you can play yourself, yeah, do it because it's you're really it's it's a great great story. It's exactly how an apocalypse would probably go down, and it is uh, it's extremely graphic. Yeah, I mean, some of the the cutscenes and way people die and ways people die, and there's one of the best things pretty early on in the game. You see a you see a dead guy slumped in a corner and you go over to like lift his head up to see what happened to him. And a licker had his way with him up with their giant claws. And there's a massive slash across 
like over the top or like the top of his mouth and also on his throat. And when you pull the head back, there's all this just stretchy, visceral, muscly tissue. And his bottom jaw just like almost falls off. Oh my God, it's so good. <laughs> wow, that's nasty. super. That was an extremely gory scene, yeah. graphic scene. It's great. Um, there was also like in, in another one of they was most of the gore was in the beginning. They've really set you up to be like, hey, get ready. Yeah, that guy that gets pulled in half. Exactly, that's, that's where I was going. There was a guy that um, you're trying to pull out from underneath of a shutter, and uh, and he's like, pull me through, pull, pull me through, dog. pull me through, dog. Oh, and uh, he he's like getting kind of mauled from the other side, and then you only pull out half of his body. So. And and they they show his intestines like three times. It's great. Oh, and not to mention that guy. You you end up coming back through that room, and that guy's like crawling after a half you, a zombie af, as a zombie Shorty. later on. So like there there's no, I mean there barely is any zombie or any body in that place that's not a zombie. You'll walk past some uh, bodies that are slumped over, and you're like, oh shit. I'm going to have to fight him. We usually knife it or shoot it just to be sure. And it almost always stands up. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, he's he's undead. He's a zombie. Yep. So zombies are great. I mean, I know that the zombie craze is kind of dying out these days. It's overplayed. That's the lot. problem. If it was in, in Resident Evil, I feel like was the pioneer of the, the They're the OGs. So they're they're allowed to to keep doing their yeah. thing. It's, it's, it's What drives me nuts is whenever new games come and somebody else is doing another one. It's like. Dude, come Dude, on. Yeah, come up with something new, please. Yeah. But the people that who, who have been doing it for 20-plus years, it's like, yeah, keep doing what you're doing. Mm-hmm. I just want them to remake 3 and Code Veronica mm-hmm. on this scale. They ha- Dude, they, 3, they have an easy platform for it because 3 is very like city-centric, yeah. kind of like 2 is. Yeah. And Code Veronica is just, I mean, add a that, couple dude, more buildings. That would be so cool. Um, I think they'll do it. And then I, I, was, I was telling Tara about this, um, explaining... I don't think I think they could stop with the remakes at that point. Yeah, I don't they Ford don't, does not need no. to be remade because it's modern enough. It's the third person over the shoulder and it still holds up. I just mm-hmm. replayed it last year and that game is still outstanding. It's yeah. still better than most games that come out today. Just I'd say do two. Yeah. Remake three. Come out with eight if a re, like a brand new version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then come back to Code Veronica and then you're done. Yeah. Oh my god, dude. A, the, I, this scale of a remake of Code Veronica would be so interesting. Yeah. Oh my god. Starting off on that like prison island. Because that, that game was scary and weird. Mm-hmm. It was that was a weird one. They can video games. I thought were kind of dying out for me. It, it, Capcom can have me. Yeah. It, for there, the rest of my life. There are certain things that are never going to go go away from yeah. me. Resident Evil's Elder Scrolls games. Mm-hmm. Those, I'm Rocket gonna, League. Halo. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna have I'm gonna have an Achilles heel for those for a long time. But I think I I think I'm kind of done exploring new video games for I the am. rest of my life. Yeah. But but like I'm saying, Halo's got me for for good. Um, what 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 was the other one you Rocket just said? Rocket League, Resident Evil. Oh, Elder you said Scrolls. Elder Scrolls. Yeah, I, I'm probably I don't need Elder Scrolls, but yeah. Resident Evil, Halo, for sure. Every, Mass Effect for me can hang around. I mean, I don't know if that they might have shot themselves in the foot for good with Andromeda because a lot of people hated it. But oh, and and I don't know, like Super Smash Brothers. Oh, Super like Nintendo's can still yeah, hang they're 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 too. shit. But God, Super Smash is so good. Yeah, Nintendo, oh. those two series. I'm there. Yeah, I might play some more. I'll probably play Zelda's in perpetuity. Also, <laughs> I, I, don't, I still haven't beaten Breath of the Wild. So, what am I saying? Yeah, you got to get to it, man. Let's let's play some Resident Evil. Okay, see you guys.